Hey folks, Josh here, and I'm happy and proud and so excited to announce the surprise bonus episode. Here you're going to hear an interview between myself and Mark Cordone, fellow TEDx speaker. And uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun. We go over some cool things I think you will find pretty interesting. And yeah, I really hope you enjoy. As you can see, I really can't stay away from the mic. Um, yeah. Season 1 did officially end, but I guess it's like 1.5 or something. I don't know. Just, um, yeah, enjoy the um, interview. Okay. The color thing you got in the background over there, that's very cool. You like that? Yeah, dude, that's awesome. That's called the Joyometer 5000. <laughs> like, when it lights up, it means <laughs> that things are Jeez. going well. And by the way, Josh, we are live. So what is shaking, y'all? It's your boy, Mark Cordone. Um, special guest today, Josh Mursky, future TEDx speaker, Josh Mursky. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of cool things. We're going to go all over um, the spectrum, if you will, today we're gonna go all over the spectrum. Not only, <laughs> not only talking about Josh's um, uh, uh, personal uh, personal uh, uh, journey on the autism spectrum, but self discovery, and now you being this like kind of uh, fancy pants who who's over there doing some um, amazing work when it comes to advocacy. Josh, how are you today, brother? Great, great. Couldn't be better. Um, what about yourself? I'm living the dream, man. I'm living the dream. So, uh, life. yeah. So, life. so, so, uh, we got April Roga, April Roga in the room. Hello, April. Yes. The original show link did mess up. So if you could share this out, share this out to your friends, let them know that the great Josh Mursky is on the show today. Uh, <laughs> Josh, you don't look nervous at all, man. You look super chill. I mean, hey, I, I've spoken in front of Uber and like 200 people. I've spoken to a bunch. So, yeah, I'm good. So, um, but w what about with this TED talk, the TEDx talk that you got? Are you nervous about that? <laughs> um, I'm actually happy. I found out about how many people watch it um, on the internet. And, man, those numbers make me pumped. So. Dude's got nerves of steel, man. Amazing. So, for the all of these... All of you watching um, and, and are here to see Josh, um, just very quick introduction. My name is Mark Cordone. I am the founder of the Make Money Coaching Program. I'm also the founder of The Joy Revolution. I wear t-shirts too. Can you, can, you, can you tell which t-shirt this is, Josh? I mean, it looks like a nice t-shirt, but no. Okay, I was just, uh, I, I, was, I, was, uh, I, was, I was on your buddy the other day about the t-shirt. But, um... Uh, essentially what I do is on, on, on two levels, as a positive psychology coach, I ask two questions. The first one would be this, how happy are you today? And the second one being, how much are you living in your meaning and purpose? So Josh Mursky, let's kick it off with that. How happy are you today and how much are you living in your meaning and purpose? Well, to answer the first one, I'm extremely happy. Um, Yesterday, I got some great news where I was unanimously voted into the board of directors of um, uh, a nonprofit located in Boston called Boston Com, which oh, wow. um, helps Amazing. people, you know, which helps people um, with Tourette's and autism spectrum disorder. So um, that's a great honor. Um, so yeah, I'm pumped, man. I'm absolutely happy and just beyond happy, honestly. <laughs> Well, well so. con congratulations. We got someone here that's just hitting the hearts and the thumbs up like crazy. Keep hitting those thumbs and up and uh, and hearts. Um, April saying, I would love to hear what Josh has been doing to prepare for the TEDx talks as well as learning about how he got selected. So let's talk about that in a little bit. Let's let's answer April's question. So um, for those of you, and April, it seems like you're one of these folks. Um, it seems like you're one of these folks, April, that uh, living life very happily and also living in full purpose. Um, um, hit the heart, folks. 
George is up in the house representing Farmingdale. Uh, hey, George. X, September the 7th. Hit the heart. I want today's show to break the heart o meter. We've reached 100 hearts before in the past. We're at 17. So I want you guys to keep hitting that heart. Let us know that you're alive. Um, here we go with George. This is TEDx Farmingdale, homies. September the 7th. Uh, yep, it's going down in, in, in Farmingdale. We're going to be eating some burgers. We're going to have a good time. Um, we're going to get locked in, uh, in George's place, and we're going to step on the red dot. Um, it can't be more of an honor to, to, to step on the, the red dot with you, Josh. Um, Thank so, you. Same with you, man. Yeah, likewise. Um, so we're at 23. We, we we need 73 more to go to break the record of hearts. So hit those hearts. Let us know that you're alive. George, April, also at the same time, the link broke today. So if you could share this out to your homies, share this out. Let people know um, that this is a very special episode. That would be kindly, kindly, kindly... Um, uh, we send you our, our, our thanks. Thank you so much. So this is the other thing, Josh. A lot of people think that positive psychology, they think it's about like 24-7 happiness. Josh Mursky flying through the sky, dropping Skittles on everybody, right? <laughs> it's like 24-7 happiness. Wrong. It ain't that about that. It's, a, it's actually about the ups the downs, the all-arounds of life. Um, and sometimes people, like, you don't feel like you're happy. You don't feel like you're in full purpose. And that's cool. Your, your heart beats just like Josh and mine. Um, and one day, hopefully, you'll get to tell your story of overcoming this period in your life. So just listen to Josh and I, let it wash over, and maybe a couple things might stick. But let us know you're alive by doing this. Hit the thumbs up button. Oh, look at that double thumbs up. Look at that double thumbs up by Josh. Josh, I've been waiting to do this one for you with you for a while. The last one is hope. Hope is as powerful. Hope is as powerful as IQ. It's as powerful as EQ. Um, and, and so when it comes to getting things done, having hope in the matter is a big freaking deal. Yeah. So, so are, you, are you feeling hopeful today, Josh? Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling very hopeful because so far everything which I told myself, like I, I live life by goals. I, you know, see, I set goals. And um, when I was younger, one of the, when I was working in kitchens and stuff, one of the things what I told myself was I want to be like a public speaker. I hit that one. I, uh, I just I keep hitting goals. So, I mean, I'm extremely hopeful because there so far has not been a goal which I have not hit or I'm not on the road to hitting and um, seeing a, re a real life outcome. So, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Now, I know that there's a few of you watching. Man, y'all stopped hitting the heart, which means that, like, you've, heard, you've turned us on mute. So, I want to get your attention back and wake you up so that you know that Josh is about to do the wow face. The wow face is down there, baby. And for those of you who are feeling hopeful, I want you to hit... The wow face, baby. Hit the wow face right now. Let us know that you're alive. Not the crying face. It's not the, the crying wow. face. There you go, the wow face. Josh, show, you, show us what your wow face looks like, bro. <laughs> he's like... He's like shocked. I love it. Um, so be before we go into the spectrum stuff and the advocacy stuff and the goal yep. stuff... And all the questions. Yes, everybody, thank you um, for entertaining the, in the intro there. Um, what is your story, brother? Um, well, pretty much uh, when I, I was diagnosed with autism really late um, at 13. So for a majority of my childhood, I was just labeled as a behavior problem. And uh, as you can imagine, that, that was really hard. Um, you know, pretty much the only – the school kind of like just pushed me aside the school system. Uh, I was bullied and stuff. So – I'm pretty much, my mom was the only one who really like, believed in me and like kind of helped me, so she was my main support system. And eventually, as I got older and got out of the school system, that's where things started to kind of go more in my favor. Even though I had like bad jobs and stuff, I just I had this determination to like constantly push, and I think that's important whether you're if you have a disability or not um, to push because if you don't do that, then I mean honestly you're probably just lazy, and that's the real disability right there. It's laziness. So, yeah. yeah, 
so um i mean so you just gotta keep pushing and eventually i landed in a place called spectrum designs foundation uh, which is a not-for-profit um we print t-shirts a whole bunch of other cool things about 75 percent of the individuals are actually on the spectrum and uh yeah from there i, I have found my niche and um then a couple like a year later um my business partner dave and i founded um sounds like autism mm-hmm. which is a podcast um, which is about life on the spectrum where we give advice to people and uh yeah then things just kind of skyrocketed from there um, for for those of you who haven't heard it, uh, I I believe it just wrapped its first or second season, right? Of sounds course. like the the first season sounds like autism with with an, a guest, with a guest appearance from yours truly. Um, but um, I want to ask you this: I want to go back to when you were thirteen, um, okay. um, right before the 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 diagnosis of autism. Um, was did you feel like there was anything different? about you did you feel like um you know by the way that folks were teaching or the way that you were thinking and the people were who were talking about things did you ever feel like there was something different about you different yeah i told like i obviously i knew there's something because you know always people just always treat me kind of like negatively so i knew like okay well no one else can feel like this so there's there's something's up i really didn't put two and together that like maybe you know I receive information differently I didn't really and remember I was only a kid so I didn't think like oh, maybe neurologically there's something and at that time I didn't even know what autism was the only thing I knew is that like you know some people have it and like they they don't talk because I just I knew just the very 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 basic I had no idea about it um and then when I got diagnosed uh I just, I agree, I didn't know what that meant. Like, I was told you have this, but I didn't know, like, okay, what does this mean for my future? What what does this mean? So I kind of went on a little, like, period, which, of self-discovery. Uh, and then when I figured out, okay, yeah, like, you know, I do have this. There was a time where I actually was not, like, I was ashamed of it for a little period. Mm-hmm. Because growing, because at that point, you know, like, I'm in high school and, you know, like, everyone's trying to be, like, the cool kid and all that. You don't want to be, like, known as the guy with a disability. So I kept it to myself. And uh, But eventually, I grew, like, you know, not, don't be ashamed to accept it. And then eventually came to a point where I thought, you know, don't just accept it. Use a disability and turn it into an ability, an advantage. And I, I guess that's working because, like, I don't think I'd have a TED Talk if I wasn't autistic, to tell you the truth. I mean, I really wouldn't even have the podcast I have because I don't think sounds like autism would be a success if there wasn't someone with autism on it because that's kind of in the name so yeah that'd be I, pretty uh that that pretty be that'd be pretty mute if it was sound like autism it, and someone it, wasn't on autism yeah so I mean it's all I think it's all about you know taking what you have and seeing how you can turn it into a positive and how you can turn that positive into an advantage and I think I'm pretty sure I think I found a good formula to do that. I, I like that. It, it reminds me of uh, my talk, uh, which which inside the talk it talks about um, um, your just because you're diagnosed with something doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's your identity. Exactly. Like, you have so much more to offer than your diagnosis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I am curious now. Like, um, actually, I want to throw this out. Like, um. For those watching, and, and even for myself, I, I always um, want to learn more about this. Talk about autism. Talk about the spectrum. Um, for those who are watching and, and are like, um, you know, I know autism through, I think, Rain Man or something like that. Like, what is, what is autism and why is it on a spectrum? Well, it's on a spectrum because it's like, there are varying, like, degrees, if you say. Um... So it's a communication disorder. Um, sometimes people say it's a mental disorder. It's not a mental disorder. It's a neurological disorder. It's we have trouble um, communicating, and sometimes we interpret things you know differently because again it's a communication disorder. So you can have someone who ha- does not have the literal ability to verbalize to you on what they're thinking, so they they can't really speak. 
And so that's on like one end, and then you have an end like someone like me who I'm able to speak and stuff, but you know my eye contact's absolutely horrible. And I'm with certain social instances I'm good, and certain ones I'm absolutely terrible. So uh, it's like that, and it doesn't always make sense. But I I guess that's why um, the puzzle like represents autism because you know like they're all different. I, I don't really know why. I'm just assuming that, but okay, uh, yeah. Okay, I'm curious. What, um, like, what what groups can you um, look someone in the eye, and what what groups can you not? Um. Well, every now and then I'm able to, but that's kind of like random. It's like a random time where I'm able to. But for the most part, I'm not. I'm either if you think I'm looking at you, it's either I'm really trying hard to to the point where it's like that's all I'm thinking about. So I'm trying to look this guy in the eye. And not be like a creeper and just stare in his eyes. <laughs> or, um, yeah, because there's that too. I mean, you don't want to look too long. That's kind of weird. But or um, I'm looking like right over your shoulder. Yeah. But yeah, lots of times like you'll be here and my eyes will be like, there. So, oh, look at this autism hacks by Josh Mursky. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. So, I mean, it sounds like there was a coming to your own. There was a self-discovery. Yeah. What were the things that what were the things that you what were the things that you learned in your self-discovery? And by the way, this the chat room is blowing up. So, I've got people's got questions for you. So, right. um, but but the self-discovery. What was? What were some of the things that changed about you as as a result of it? Or what were some of the realizations that you got as a result of it? Man, I'm asking like triple-barreled questions today. Well, answer well, whatever me, you feel like. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, pretty much, I I guess I could start that off with you know, I saw what I was doing wasn't working. You see, trying to be someone else, it, it wasn't working. Like working in the kitchens. I mean, like. That, that wasn't working. Uh, just things which were ta- catered mostly to like neurotypical individual, it wasn't working. So I had thought, I'll give like trying out like who I am, like a shot. And I, I took a job at a Spectrum and that's re- really where I saw that if you, if things are explained to you in a certain way, because I'm a visual learner. So I saw when things are explained to me in a way in which I'm able to interpret and compute that information, then it's as if I'm like um, someone without, because we're both on the same playing field then. It's just like asking someone with um, like really bad arthritis to walk. They can't read, but if you give them that cane, then they're able to walk just like you. So all I needed was that cane in effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I saw, and once I saw that, I'm like, you know, um, let me turn this experience into like helping other people. So that kind of sat in the back of my mind until we found it SLA. But that, that's also how I kind of came to realization, like who I am and like what I think my purpose really is. Was there was there a, a point where a lot of people might think that you know, especially looking twenty twenty um, in hindsight, a lot of people think that oh, it's just a progression, you know, of getting to know yourself more and more. Um, talk about or, or were there days where you were like, why do I have to have autism? <laughs> was it ever like that, or was it just you yeah, know what I mean- I'm gonna embrace it and move forward with it? I mean, yeah, I, I would love to say no, but yeah, there were there were times, you know, when things were getting really hard at some times, um, but, y- you know, all that time and energy you spend, like, doing that, you, you could be thinking of a solution of what you can be doing, so over time, I kind of realized that things like that, just it's, it's a literal waste of time to do that, because, like, nothing is going to come out of this, but you could be doing something in which something can come out of it. So you could do one of the two, and then it just comes down to: do you want to be a positive with your time, or do you want to literally just waste time? What's been the best part? What's been the best part of all of this? Uh, um, being on the spectrum, um, living your life. What's been the best part of all of it? Um, just like recently, with just how everything's going. I mean, meeting awesome people. Um, like you, I know you're thinking that. Yeah, like you. And, Absolutely, um, I'm thinking that. Josh can read minds too, people. <laughs> I'm very talented. Uh, but yeah, just you know, meeting a bunch of cool people, um, having some pretty cool experiences. I mean, all honestly, all of it I link back to the autism. Like, they, there was an ABC segment on me, um, and um, 
I I even I told one of the producers this over Skype. I was like, you know, honestly, I don't. If it wasn't for me like being autistic, you wouldn't really be interviewing me right now for autism awareness once, would you? And she was like, no, I don't think so. So, um, yeah. really, I, I now I kind of think about it, and I don't view autism as a disability. It's just because it's led to so many amazing things. Yeah. I don't really think I could call it a disability anymore. I could call it a difference for me, but it doesn't really disable me. It really it, it gives me opportunities. You just need to know where to look and when to seize your moment. Absolutely, uh, Carol Dweck, who's a, who's a psych psychologist, would would love your your growth mindset, man. Like she she'd totally light up about it. Um, in in terms of in terms of everybody's got strengths, right? So what strengths does does having autism give you? Oh, um, easy. We normally have like one or two things which we obsess on. It's like a special interest, and I have. Like mine is history and aviation. I I know someone who's it's clowns. So it, it can literally be anything. But when you have it, what it leads you to do is like hyper focus, and you become obsessed to the point where you need to find out literally everything about it. And it really takes you on a journey sometimes because you find out so much about this, and it, it's just it's really cool. So we all have that. Why can't you obsess about life coaching so I can hire you? <laughs> so, so the, the, now, now the the the, the flip side. Um, okay. What about what about um, uh, having autism makes it a little bit challenging for you? Well, first of all, again, the, the eye contact. It's lots of times I'm having a conversation, and if people won't know what I'm talking about because they're looking and they're like, oh, you're not paying attention, so you're not really talking about what I'm talking about. I've had that happen a couple times and it's annoying. Um, and also sometimes um, if in crowds, you get overwhelmed sometimes. So let's say you're like, oh man, I wanna hang out here, but you go there and there's all these crowds and stuff, you're not gonna have as much fun because you're gonna be overwhelmed like because of all the crowds. Now overwhelmed so, meaning like social like, anxiety? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah, you, like anxious, very anxious sometimes. So okay. it's those, but free for the most part. Other things like I, I don't know. I I've experienced things in the past, but they aren't. I don't know why they're not as much anymore. Like okay, so so it kind of it kind of tempers itself or tempers. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that's normal though. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Josh, what about you? Is normal, son? <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea. That that is true, also. <laughs> So let's let's go here. Let's go and talk. Let's go and talk about some of the questions that the good folks have. April, yes, I do take notes on 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 the uh, on, on the show. Um, and also, April, I know that you you PM'd me. Uh, do I have to PM you back? I, I'm a real person, um, but uh, we we can we can uh, PM later uh, if that's what you'd like. I, she wants to hear about um, what you've been doing to prepare for the TEDx talk, as well as um, learning about how you got selected. Okay, well, with the preparation, it's just, you know, I read it over, I read it over. I sometimes, I like to motivate myself. So what I do is, I've, ever since I was a kid, I had one goal, and it's my big, big financial goal. So one day I want to make enough money so I could own my own private jet. It's a big goal, but honestly, like I've done my research and I think it is possible. And so I go to an airport by the private jets. I park my car and I study there. And because I want to be, I want to physically see the goal. So like you know, it gives you motivation to be the best. What jet so, do you want? I mean, a Gulfstream would be good, but I'm pretty much any. Just so I could say that I hit the goal. So it has I just have to say that. I mean, okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and, and and so, what about um, being selected? What was okay. that like being selected for TEDx? Uh, um, unreal. It, I mean, when when we um, you have to make like a video when they're interested, so they see a little bit about what your talk's gonna be about. And when I did it, I was like, you know, yeah, maybe we'll get it, but and then we got it, and just. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's incredible. 
um, what was it? Was it a hard process to to uh, to apply for TEDx Farmingdale, or had you? I'm not going to even assume that this was the first one. Had you been applying before to get a, a TEDx, or was this the first one? This was literally the first one. One for one, sucker MC. <laughs> one for one. So so I I can't go any I I can't go forward with the program unless you give us a little taste. A little taste of Be Selfish, which is the name of your talk that you're doing with Dave. Like, tell okay. us a little bit about what it's about, or even feel free to, like, give us a couple paragraphs. Give us, give us a couple uh, riffs. I mean, I'll just give you a little bit of what it's about. It's about um, embracing neurodiversity and how um, when you embrace neurodiversity, it can actually help society in a whole and not to, like, keep us separate but bring us in it's beneficial it's not just charity it's beneficial for society so for society's sake you know bring us in mm. so it's about that it's a really interesting concept and i think everyone's gonna love it so so talk about that neurodiversity why is that beneficial for all of us well it's simple because if you look if everyone looks at something the same you're not gonna have any new ideas but if you have people who look at it different you're gonna get new ideas you get get new solutions to a problem and uh, that, that's how progress is made. Um, progress isn't made by everyone just being stagnant and the same. It never has been, never will be. Amazing, amazing. Now, I heard that you had a TEDx before this. Like, you had a, a different draft before this. What was that yeah. maybe about? Like, was it about neurodiversity? Was it about... Yeah, it, it was, um, but it just... It wasn't, like, TED enough. I don't know how to really say it. Just, it, it became apparent that we need to go back and we need to just start over we just need to make it better and like ted worthy and uh, i i think we succeeded with that okay hit those hearts people we're halfway through we're 46 we're just trying slap to break that heart slap, slap whoosh, that heart we got we got 54 more to go and then then we tell them to slap that heart and no one slaps that heart hit that heart let's get, make it to, to 54 um uh, of course, we got George talking about TEDx, um, <laughs> TEDx Farmingdale, September the 7th. Uh, tickets are on sale now, um, and they're probably going to sell out. They're probably going to sell out. Um, April, April is asking us, where's Josh's mom's at? Where's Josh's mom at? What's going on here? Where's your mom, Josh? Oh, she's working. Ah, she's <laughs> working. Of course she's working, April. What are you trying to do here? Um, but but she does have to say this. Mad love to your mom, Josh. Kudos to her for being your support system and cheerleader. Do you think you could have done this without mom? Uh, I know for a fact I couldn't have. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially the, the very early days. Yeah, no way. Oh, really? Really? What, yeah. In what ways? Um, because she's the one who really guided me and, like, when I was a kid, like, you know, this this person's going to try to take advantage of you, you know, here, uh, this is what you need to do in the social situation. She's also the one who told me, you know, appearance is important. Like, you know, that's why you need to learn to, like, you need to dress good. You need to, like, make sure that your hair doesn't look like all, like, Chucky from the Rugrats, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you like that one, right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. She kept you clean. And who got you that watch, by the way? Me, I, I'm I'm loving I'm loving that watch. Um, uh, so she's giving you mad love, man. She she took over the conversation here. Are you still here, April? Um, <laughs> my my purpose in life is to connect special needs parents with each other to build deep connections. Hashtag break the isolation. Do you get it all? Break the isolation. Um, I think that's a. I think that's a direct shot at uh, at George Andriopoulos. George, someone's <laughs> knocking on your door. They want to be a part of your TEDx in twenty twenty. Um, um, Josh, how how old were you when you first started talking? Um, I was a very little kid. I actually remember that uh, I was at a pediatrician one time, and the doctor told my mom, you know. When he was very young, he used to not talk, but now we can't get him to stop because I just wouldn't stop. 
<laughs> so so talk, talking was not an issue it never has been and i doubt it ever will be an issue in josh land okay we love talking here <laughs> <laughs> i love it um she loves the fact i mean she, i mean she literally took over the show here april again heck yeah you turned your disability into an advantage Turn your mess into your message. Oh, that's such good stuff. That's such good stuff. I say we borrow that and put that in your TEDx. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I I like that. We got Walter Aguilar, Coach Walter Aguilar, coming in from uh, Vancouver today. Um, Learning to bloom when you are planted in spite of your life situation. I think he was talking about every, you know, when you were telling your story um, and, and just came out with this learning to bloom when you are planted in spite of your life situation. I got a challenge for you, Walter. Hit that heart and then drop some more knowledge on us, please. Um, April's coming back. April's coming back and I said, and saying, I can't get enough of talking to this Josh Mursky guy. Um, my son is on Spectrum and at nine years old, um, he is still nonverbal and wears pull-ups. And he is one of the happiest and most obedient kids I know. He has taught me so much more than I could ever teach him. Look, you got people coming out of the woodwork uh, to talk to you today, Josh. It's probably that making makes me happy. It's probably making Dave a little bit uh, a, a little bit jealous of, of, of there's so many people coming out today. <laughs> um, we got George. We got the boss. We got the boss in town. So everyone sit up straight because the boss is here. What makes a true leader? Honestly, authenticity. Everything I'm seeing here. So excited to watch your transformation, Josh Mursky. Amazing. From the boss himself. Thank you. Um, more stuff from April. April, I can't get enough of this Josh Mursky. I'm going to hit heart, 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 heart. Uh, and by the way, we've officially broken. We've officially broken it. It's 120. Josh Mursky, you are now the title holder of hearts. That does not mean we should not stop hitting the hearts. Let's shatter this. Let's get this to 200, baby. Keep but, driving. But April saying, yes, that is something I've learned on my transformational journey these past years. I can't remember what she was talking about in reference to, but do you know, Josh? April, just remind us what you were talking about. Um, we got we got someone of a similar last name, Alex Mursky. Oh, <laughs> Hi, Josh. We are looking forward to your TED talk. Um, who's Alex? Uh, oh, that's my little brother. Ah, Alex. Alex, tell us something about Josh that he wouldn't usually tell on shows like this. <laughs> Alex, that is your charge and hit five hearts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the boss The boss is back. Behave, guys. The boss is back. Dropping knowledge bombs, Josh. Booyah! <laughs> Amazing. April again taking over the show. She's, she's just loving this. Um, Josh, what types of collaborations have you been involved in, and how did you meet some of the people you ended up collaborating with? Well... I, I don't know. It just kind of like it happened. I mean, we started sounds like autism, and we started just reaching out to people, and just from there, it's like you know, someone knows someone, maybe they'll be interested. So it's all about networking, and I honestly, I think that's also how, in general, how you need to go about life. It's because I I never graduated college, but I went to it, and in I believe my psychology or sociology class, they made an example where you know, if two guys are working, ironically, a kitchen. And one guy's there five years, he's still like a dishwasher. Another guy's there a year and a half, and he's now manager. The only, the main difference is not time, but it's about how you spend the time on networking. So mm. be it with SLA or anything, I think it's all about networking. So so what, network, what networking tips do you have for all of us? Um, Just, you know, be friends with everyone. And, I mean, you, you never know what that friend, who that friend knows, and they may reference you. So. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Friendship has many benefits. Amazing. Friendship has many benefits, y'all. Remember yeah. that. But also at the same time, I think I've been going about it the whole way because George 
Andriopolis is my enemy, and I, I should start treating him nicely, <laughs> is what you're saying. Um, so um, let's talk about a few of these collaborations. Um, sounds like sounds like autism. Um, it's not only an, uh, uh, it's not only a podcast. Um, I mean, it's it's called Sounds Like Autism, people. So you know yeah. you're going to be talking about autism on it. But what's the purpose of the podcast? You know, well, the the main purpose is I like to say it's for me to help all the little Joshes out there, like all the people who feel that they're alone and like maybe like they're the only one with autism in their community, or you know they just feel isolated. For them to know that they're not alone and that other people go through the stuff which they have gone, and for all the parents out there, like you know. Other people have been in a similar situation. This is what they've done. And so hopefully people reach out, um, look in the comment section, and like make um, connections and can help out each other. What's some of the most memorable comments or, uh, or uh, messages you've received as a result of the show? Well, I, I don't remember like word for word, but the message is basically all the same. It's like, you know, you helped us like with our son, all, all, all that stuff, our daughter, that type of thing. And that's always just really touching. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and what about yeah. being on this, um, uh, the board of directors you were just named to? Um, how, did you, how did you network your way up to that, baby? Um, I mean, that, honestly, I, I didn't even know there was a vote. I just kind of got an email. And, <laughs> it, it, it's, to tell the truth, and I, I'm like, oh, oh awesome. Like that, but... I mean, again, another thing is I'm actually I'm friends with uh, the person who is an executive of that Boston Time named Gretchen uh, Leary, and she's an awesome person. So we once had her on SLA, and her and I, we always talk on Facebook and stuff like we're friends. I, I didn't even know they had a board, though. I was just like, so we're, we're just friends, and all of a sudden, you know, boom, email comes out. Wait, you, you have a board of directors? And I'm like, oh, awesome. You want me on there? Oh, okay, sure. I'd love that. I'd be that's, honored. So that's the way it goes. Yes, I do. April, I do take notes on all of my on all of my guests, and and uh, because all of my guests have something to teach me. Um, so okay, I'm gonna be jumping on. Uh, I'm jumping uh, jumping on the call with uh, April today later on. So I'll see you soon, April. Uh, uh, DM me so we can find out a time to talk. April again cannot stop. Talking to you. Um, Hi, April. Wow. Nailed a TEDx right out of the gate. Congratulations. Um, it, it is pretty amazing. You're one for one with these TEDx. Is this something that you see yourself doing on a long-term basis, TEDx's? I see myself doing a TED. Oh, my God. You heard it here first. <laughs> Mickey oh. Mantle calling his shots. I'm going to do a TED, baby. Um, so maybe we might see you in Vancouver if, 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 uh, if, if all goes well for, for TED 2020. Um, Ashley, I have no idea who Ashley is, but hi, Ashley. It's good to see you in the show. Um, uh, Ashley, is, Ashley is having a conversation with April. Ashley is... <laughs> April <laughs> does that. ha, 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 ha. George, I forgot what we were talking about, but George, the boss, just got aggro with me and goes, come at me, bro. George, you know where to find me, son. You know where to find me, George. Come at me, son. So, like, uh, here's another one. April went and said, blooming where I am planting is what I've learned. What Blooming where I am planted is what I've learned on my transformational journey. Journey. She also puts up a quote. A, a person is a person through other persons. Desmond Tutu. Um, how, do, how do you feel about those quotes that everyone's dropping right now? Any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, the person is a person through the other persons. That makes sense. It's because it's like you become who you are through yourself and also through those you surround yourself with. Um, because I guess humans were, were social animals so obviously will be influenced by our environment around us so i think that makes sense okay amazing and, and then we have april who's uh, explaining who ashley is ashley welcome to the show we since you're late we need you to hit the heart 10 times and share this out we're having technical difficulties today oh thank you so much we're at 142 we're shattering it um i want to talk about goals with you now 
Okay. Because you you started off this interview talking about like just how goal oriented you are, just how goal oriented you are. What are you looking forward to most in terms of attaining your goals in the next year and the next few years? Jeez, wow, I'm um, just like the whole the whole journey and stuff because the journey is what makes hitting the goal um really exciting, really. Because if if you just could like do presto and get what you want. That's not exciting because you didn't work for it, so there's no like self feeling like satisfaction. But it's the journey. Mm, mm, it's totally the journey. But yeah. I still want to hear about these goals, baby. I will. The, the the big financial one is the jet. Always has been since I was a kid. Uh, but also, you know, just the expansion of SLA. Um, just see where it blossoms into. I. For um, my job here at Spectrum, eventually I want to be the, the first ever official spokesperson of the company. So I'm really working for that. Wow. Keep my fingers crossed. So yeah, I just I got a lot of goals. They're they're big goals, but I think if you work really hard, then you'll eventually obtain those big goals. Yeah. And, but you just gotta keep that determined mindset, and you have to truly be determined. Because if you're determined for three months, and then your determination wanes, you're not gonna hit that big goal. You're not. You gotta be determined for like five months, seven months, a year, two years. But if you continue like that, then those are the people who obtain the big goals. And you know what? The the thing that I love about your big goals is, I, I and I mean, most you know, this is coaching 101, but it's the hardest thing to do with a client is that you have to have absolute clarity about where it is that you want to go. And I, I mean, I, I think that it's really, really cool that um, not only do you have this idea of a jet, but like you go to the jet, like the, the area where the jets are to just be around that, to be around that. I think it's super, super cool. Uh-oh, the big boss is here again. The big boss is back. Um, here's the difficult thing. You have shown the autism community what one person can accomplish and overcome. Can you connect the dots to show a young person how to get from where they are to where you are? The guidance along the journey is sometimes more important than the destination. So that's from, that's from the big boss. Yeah, I think but before that, it's important that you, they realize you know, who they are. Before anything, you need to discover who yourself. Because once you discover who you are, then you can start making other discoveries. But if you don't know who you are, you're not ready to take the next step and make the other discoveries. Mm. So, so what about someone who is who's who's sort of being told, like, um, you know, you have the you have the ability to do this, but they don't know who they are. Just focus on like you know finding out you know. Who is like if their name's Bob? Who is Bob or who is Jane? Like who, who are you? What what do you want? Because someone could tell you, you know, you could get a rocket ship, but like, do you want a rocket ship? If you don't want a rocket ship, then that's just pointless for someone to tell you that. I want a you rocket know? ship, but 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 not everybody does. Um, I, I wanted um, I wanted to throw this out, like because we didn't get to talk too much about um, sort of uh, you know. Uh, that idea of getting to know who you are, what what are some what are some um, uh, what are some tips? What are some things that you did along the way to um, to uh, to learn who you are and who Josh and who Josh is? Um, well, I would first I'd go my passion, so I would always hang out at the airport, and I actually. Since when I was 13 up until like a few years ago, I used to volunteer at a museum in the airport. So I would immerse myself in that. So I thought, okay, this is a true passion. This isn't like a thing. This is like, and I would go to places where like my passions were, like history. I'd always be at museums, and um, I just I let things which define me lead me to things, and it's always led to good. I mean. I learned a lot of skills at that museum, including like customer service. I, I learned as a kid at that museum. They, they taught me that, how to um, be courteous to customers, think about what the customers want over oneself, so things like that. So just, I'd follow my passions. Yeah, so I, I, to follow up on that, you know, because we are talking about, you know, getting to know who you are. 
Uh, I'm going to ask you this. Who is Josh Marski? Um, someone who is successful and someone who's trying to reach out and help other people in a similar situation as him be the best version that they can be of themselves. Mm. Josh, you cannot... You, I, I can't stump. I can't stump you today, man. Uh, but but Roy might be able to stump you. What questions do you have, Roy? Uh, Roy, Roy's here late. Just got here. Hello, Roy. Uh, Roy, you're late. You gotta hit the heart twenty times when you're late, Roy. Oh yeah, that's right. Hit it. And also, Roy, um, uh, we did have technical difficulties today, so um, we could, uh, Josh and, and myself would really appreciate if you could share this out um, um, to people. We would really, really appreciate it. Um, and then all of a sudden, April says, Roy is here to say hello <laughs> to you both as well. Hello, Hi, Roy. It's like April's like the third like member of the show. Do you feel that, Josh? Very <laughs> like, much we're gonna pull you, we should pull you on, April. Um, uh, Roy came back. What Josh said, perseverance, grit, and the, the big mo of momentum as John Maxwell shares. Have you read John Maxwell? No. A huge leadership uh, leadership coach. Awesome dude. Uh, April, great question, George. Um, asking Josh if he can help younger people in the spectrum how to get to where he has gotten on his journey. And so I'm just going to touch back uh, touch back on that again. Um, there's probably a lot of people who um, look up to you, Josh. And, and like, what would you tell them right now if they're watching um, how they can move along in their journey? To get to a point, not exactly where you are, but to get to a point of fulfill, fulfillment, confidence, clarity, like where you, where, where you are. What, what would you say? Uh, aside from start by getting to know who you are. Okay, so besides that, um, what I would say is you're, gonna, you're definitely going to have moments where you're feeling really down, like when society like starts you know, going hard on you and stuff. But the good thing about today is now on Facebook and all that stuff, there are like support groups where you can find people who are like you. So I would suggest you go and hit them up because you'll see you're not alone. And it's so easy to do that. I mean, there are so many of them out there. So it's, I think, a little bit easier nowadays because when I was growing up, we didn't really have that. So I think it's actually easier now. So just stay connected with them, people like yourself. Okay, okay. Before I end the show, and, and by the way, I've got some cool things before the end of the show, so stick around. But, oh, we're five away from making it 200. Make it Jeez. 200, people. Make it 200 or we're going to stay on. Uh, hit the heart again. Make it 200. Um, uh, have Josh be the un or the official title holder of the hearts. Um, there you go. Thank you so much, everybody. Um, so... Uh, I forget. I even forgot because there's so many there's so many hearts that were being thrown out. <laughs> oh, okay. So, well, well, a couple things. Sounds like autism. You can find almost anywhere. Um, I got it from um, iTunes, so you can definitely go and find that. Um, there's 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 more things. April wants to jump on and and and, and rap with us. April, I have a feeling you're gonna come on the show. Um, uh, <laughs> the big boss is talking. Uh, tickets are available for the September 7th show. Uh, the big show uh, is what we're calling it is uh, TEDx Farmingdale, September the 7th. And I believe that's what? Uh, it starts in the morning and it goes all the way into the afternoon. Um, 25, 25 bucks. You can't beat it. Um, and it's the inaugural event in Farmingdale, um, you're gonna want to have the, you're gonna want to come out, meet Josh, meet Dave, meet George, the big boss. Um, come say hi to me. I'm the quiet Asian uh, with red hair on the <laughs> side. Um, and, and tickets right now are on sale at TEDxFarmingdale.com. September the seventh. September the seventh. September the seventh. How was that for a promo? April, are you going? I'm hoping to see you there. Um, so, so here's, here's what we got finally, Josh, I don't know about you. Oh, well, actually, this is what I want to ask. What is the most like, what is your favorite history? Like, 
What's a what's your favorite like history epoch or like the fi- favorite thing to study about history? Like, what is the coolest history fact out there? Um, pretty much uh, World War Two time period. I find it really interesting about how all the countries that like, kind of came together and just how they made all these war materials and the politics behind it all. I find it fascinating. Mm, fascinating. Absolutely, absolutely, super, super cool. Um, so this is the last part, y'all. Um, last chance to hit the hearts, last chance to hit share. Um, Josh has obviously got an amazing message that's worth sharing. Send it out. Um, but here we go. Josh, I want to do a, um, I want to do a, uh, a, uh, visioning exercise with you, if you will. And by the way, can you believe that that was an hour? We like flew through, dude. Whoa. Yeah, baby! When you're having fun on the golden mic, it flies, baby! It was an hour, bro. We're we're over an hour now. But I want you to imagine that um, there's a golden mic, even more golden than the mic that's above your head. But there's a golden mic that's coming down in front of you. And, And this golden mic has the power to translate into every language all across the world... Um, you can say whatever you want into the golden mic. And the cool thing is, uh, is that whatever you say in the golden mic, there's probably a couple people who need to hear what it is that you're about to say. So Josh Mursky, your golden mic is live now. Um, what I'd say is like, you know, if you, if you do have differences, you're not alone and, there are lots of support out there, so don't ever feel like you're alone because you're not, and it's very easy to find like-minded people nowadays. So thanks to the internet, so yeah. Amazing. Um, you're pretty proud of who you are, aren't you, Josh Mursky? Yeah. Yeah, you are, and that's why this that's why this episode 176 has been titled that. Um, for for all of you who love this, hit the heart. Hit the share. And Josh, I want you to feel, I want you to pick up that golden mic for a second. I want you to hold it. Yeah, I want you to hold it in your hand. Now, Josh, I want you to smash the golden mic. Smash it, baby. I want you to step on it. Double stomp on it. Elbow (laughs) drop on it. Elbow drop on it. Break dance on it, man. Do do the hustle on it, man. (laughs) We've got a huge budget on this show. We we replace those (laughs) golden mics all the time. Um, Yes, April, I agree. I love... Uh, Josh's uh, confidence. George is absolutely, even if we gave you two free tickets, you know why? Because you can't cancel Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Um, George is having a good time. Um, I'm hoping you all had a great time today. Please share this out. Here's the final question that Josh and I have for you. Number one is you're feeling happy, if you are feeling happy. And number two is if you feel like you're living life to its fullest and you're living in full meaning, what is your responsibility to change history for the better? Hit the heart the last time. Josh Mursky, Mark Cordone, thank you for having us in your life for this hour. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Josh, you rock, dude. You freaking rock, man. (laughs) Thank you, bro. Yeah, that, that was awesome.